This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. American consumers are blessed with a multitude of choices, whether it's buying a pair of jeans or choosing a doctor. But one expert says we have too much choice. It's causing stress. We'll have the story. Each attractive alternative makes the other one seem a little bit less attractive. We're worried that we'll regret the decision we make so that we end up not choosing at all. Then, do men really earn more than women? One of the world's top experts on gender issues has the surprising facts. Never married men who have never had children actually only earn 85% of what never married women who have never had children earn. Those stories and more are ahead on this week's InfoTrack. Stay tuned. The program gets underway right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Here in America, we have so many choices. You walk into the grocery store or any other store and just overloaded with choices. But is that a good thing? Well, joining us on InfoTrack is author Barry Schwartz, who's written a book called The Paradox of Choice. Now, you are a professor of social theory and social action at Swarthmore College, and you've written some other books. But this is very interesting because you're saying the culture of abundance robs us of satisfaction. Why do you say that? Well, there are several different reasons. What happens when we're faced with this overwhelming amount of choice is that we, meaning most everyone, have a very hard time making decisions. We contemplate all the possibilities. Each attractive alternative makes the other one seem a little bit less attractive. We're worried that we'll regret the decision we make so that we end up not choosing at all. Or we do choose and end up regretting the decision we made, even if it worked out fine. When there are lots of options, our expectations about how good they're going to be, whatever we choose is going to be, go through the roof. And the result is that whatever we choose, even if it's good, ends up disappointing because it doesn't meet our expectations. So there are a lot of different reasons why, when there are many options available to us, we end up less satisfied. Would this mean that people in uh, countries where there are many fewer choices are happier in this regard? Well, there's probably some magic amount of choice. I don't know what it is. So I certainly don't mean to suggest that people in third world countries, impoverished countries, or countries where markets have not had much of an impact yet are happier in general with their lives than we are. But we have long since passed the point where additional options improve our lives. Now, there's a whole cottage industry, as everyone knows, helping consumers make choices. You know, there are magazines and there's websites and ratings and reviews, critics out there on everything from, you know, what movie to see to what kind of car to drive. Is this helpful in, in making people feel they made the right choice? I think it's actually helpful in helping people make the choice. And it's really quite extraordinary the extent to which you've got all of these devices or magazines to help us choose. But the problem is that now there are so many of these devices that we have to decide which filter to use which magazine to read, which website to go to. So I think, indeed, that in response to this feeling of being overwhelmed that many of us have, that's why all of these services have sprouted up, and they do make the problem more bearable. We're talking with Barry Schwartz, author of The Paradox of Choice, Why More is Less. Certainly you're right that there is a lot of anxiety and depression and stress 
What are some steps, if I'm a listener to the show, that I can take to perhaps manage this situation as far as all the choices that are out there? There are several. I'll just hit the ones that I think make the biggest difference. Most important thing of all is for us to adopt standards where instead of looking for the best thing, the best stereo, the best vacation, the best house, we look for something that's good enough. Good enough can be very good. We can have very high standards. But if you don't need to find the best, then you don't need to look at all the possibilities. If you do need to find the best, then you do need to look at all the possibilities. And if you can't do that, you're going to end up sort of frustrated and regretful that you didn't check out more possibilities than you actually did. So that's the most important thing. Have reasonable standards of what's good enough. Second, choose when to choose. And what I mean by that is rely on other people. Ask your friends. Read a consumer magazine. Talk to an expert and simply do what they tell you instead of feeling like in every domain of your life the burden is on you to choose. And the third thing is just arbitrarily limit the amount of time and the amount of searching that you're going to do before you make a choice. Go to two stores, no more. Spend 15 minutes on the web, not four hours. I think little things like this can have a big impact in making us feel a little less bewildered by all the uh, choices we face. How do you deal with the whole syndrome of keeping up with the Joneses and, you know, what are other people going to think of what I decided? I mean, it seems like many people base their happiness on what other people tell them. That's absolutely true, or at least what other people seem to be doing. We're always comparing ourselves to other people. When we compare ourselves to other people, we should be comparing ourselves to people who've done worse than us and not only people who've done better. So it's nice to notice that in many respects, if not all, your life is going quite well. And one way to notice that is by taking pains to compare yourself to people in less good circumstances and to get in the habit of being grateful. This sounds trite, I know. Get in the habit of being grateful for the little things that happen every day in your life that are good that are pleasurable, an interesting article in the newspaper, a nice TV show, a particularly well-prepared meal. These things matter in life, but we tend to take them for granted. And the result is that we are dissatisfied with bad experiences, but not appropriately satisfied with good ones. It seems like something that really strikes a chord with many people today is just simplifying their life and getting back to the basics and certainly having to fill your life with all of the products and services that are out there is sort of the opposite of that, I guess. Absolutely, but it takes a lot of discipline because there is a massive, massive industry organized precisely to get you to complicate your life and to think that the basics aren't good enough. So it's not like you're op we're operating in a neutral environment. We're operating in an environment that's pushing us in exactly the opposite direction. And we have <laughs> to push back is what it comes yeah. down to. Well, since consumers seem to be driving the economy these days, I guess if everybody did that, we might have a problem. But it seems like there will always be people out there buying new stuff. You're right, though. In a certain way, if people take my advice, you almost feel like you're unpatriotic. <laughs> it's your patriotic duty to spend money. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, it's frustrating, though, because you'll buy something. You'll buy a printer for your computer, for example, and you'll find out there are 10 models. They're actually, all the models are the same. They just disconnect certain switches inside just to give you more choices. And it's like, why didn't they just make one that has everything? And it'd be so simple. But I guess the marketing gurus think that you've got to have all these choices. And That's right. And I think the evidence suggests that they're wrong that when people are confronted with this huge array of choices, they end up choosing none of the above. They leave. They would actually do more business if they offered people fewer options. Barry Schwartz, author of The Paradox of Choice. 
Barry, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Next, do men really earn more than women? We'll have the answers, plus advice for women who want to earn more money. Stay tuned. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this. 